Good evening, America, and good afternoon, Australia. Thank you to everyone who's listening live across the social media, Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, and Twitch. You're back on Radio Tony, and this is Everyday Business. I'm your host, Tony Lontis. Um, we have the delightful Peo online in the Philippines listening out to the live show and he's ready to answer your questions, post your comments and reply with links that we speak about on the show. Uh, it's a great show again this week. I am lucky to talk to some of the most fascinating people across the planet. And just a reminder for any of you wanting to find out any more information from our guests each week, jump onto RadioTony.com where you'll see all the information and the links to anything that our guests talk about on the show today. So this week, I have the wonderful privilege of talking to the gorgeous Ellen Voyette. Uh, she is a publisher, a writer, an author, a Grammy award-winning songwriter and a businesswoman. And today, I want to tell you a little bit about Ellen before I introduce her. Ellen helps inspirational speakers, coaches and heart-centered entrepreneurs, my favorite people on the planet, to write a bestseller in seven days with three days of writing time to launch a number one bestseller and use their book to grow their business and make a bigger impact, more money and leave a lasting legacy. After writing her first book and finding the process long, frustrating, expensive and stressful, Ellen decided that there had to be a better way and she determined how to create it. This led to the creation of her signature program, Write Your Bestseller in Seven Days Bootcamp. She's gone on to create several other programs and become an award-winning book and business coach, a podcasting host of books, Business Abundance podcast and a multiple number one best-selling author. She's also, as I mentioned before, a Grammy-nominated songwriter. Her company offers book writing, publishing, bestseller launches and marketing and a line of author services including ghostwriting, publishing packages with editing, formatting, copywriting and book covers as well as books and do-it-yourself courses. So I'm delighted to introduce the audience to Ellen. Good evening, Ellen. How are you? I'm great. I'm so happy to be here. I've been looking forward to this interview. Um, it's been a little while coming. I think that Ellen and I first connected maybe late last year and had this wonderful conversation about all things books and publishing. And of course, you know, listeners, that I'm an author myself. I've only written one book, so not a huge claim to fame. But I am fascinated to talk to others in the writing, author, publishing realm, because there's always something that we can uh, teach ourselves and give back the audience. So, Ellen, your writing journey started a long while ago. Before we get on to all things that you do now, can you tell us a little bit more about that first experience with writing a book? It's funny, you know, I'd always wanted to write a book. I don't know where that comes from originally, other than to say that my mother wanted to write a book. And one day she went into her bedroom, closed the door, came back out in half an hour and said, I'm done. <laughs> she, she'd written everything she knew to write in half an hour. And that was it. But um, 
So I always had it in the back of my mind. And like so many people, I was like, well, someday, you know, someday I'll do that. Yeah. And then yeah. Uh, around 2000, all of a sudden, uh, something very strange started happening to me. And yeah. Yeah. we were actually on our way to Las Vegas and I was eating some sunflower seeds and my throat started to close. And, and I thought, okay, well, I'm having an allergic reaction. I've always been kind of allergic. You know, I didn't think that much of it, Mm -hmm. but then it just started accelerating and accelerating. And all of a sudden I couldn't eat anything and I was dying. And I went from 120 to 100 to 90 pounds in like 30 days. And yeah, and they wanted to put me in the hospital, but my husband and I looked at each other and said, well, they're just going to feed me intravenously. What I'm reacting to already, this doesn't make sense to us. And so he got online and he found this doctor and she described exactly what I was going through and it was called environmental illness and she suffered from it as well. And she had written several books and one of her books literally saved my life because we wanted to actually work with her personally, but she wasn't taking clients anymore. So thank God she had written the book. And so, yeah. And so that you know, was really powerful in terms of thinking, well, when am I going to write a book? You know, I mean, I almost didn't make it. So uh, that became much more of a burning desire because you don't know how long you're going to be here. And so many people say, oh, yeah, someday I'm going to write a book or I'm not ready. And, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, you don't want to die with that gift inside of you. And I was very lucky and grateful that my husband just did everything he could to save my life. And he did. That's awesome. Um, So from that first experience of writing a book. Yeah. So that from that, it was like, okay, it's time. I got to write a book. I got to write a book. Yeah. And so I got online and I looked for, I thought, first of all, there's another thing I went through that a lot of people go through. I'm like, am I too old to write a book? I was like, I hadn't reached 50 yet. I hadn't even started my business yet. (laughs) <laughs> but I thought, oh, yeah, I'm too old. Yeah, you know? yeah. Right? So uh, I got online and I found this New York Times bestselling author and I set up a consult with him and I said, uh, you know, I want to show you my stuff and what do you think? And he said, oh, you, you know, you're a great writer. Now you just have to start spending, uh, sending everything out on spec and wait till somebody yeah. says yes. And I was like, I don't want to do that. I did that for 20 years in the yeah. music business and it sucks. And uh, they would literally say in the music business, well, my job is to say no and your job is to tell me why I should say yes. And they were so afraid of losing their jobs that they would never take take a chance on anybody. And so you were really completely out of control of your own destination. And on top of that, we made 10 cents a record and other people, you know, got, get really rich in the business. And usually it's the producers and the people who are controlling the songs and they take publishing and all that sort of thing. And so when I got on uh, the internet, I had no interest in taking people's publishing. When you say I'm a publisher, I'm a publisher of my own stuff, not other people's. <laughs> right? Uh, I, I believe 1,000% that the creator should make the money from their creations. Yes. That's like... Blood, sweat, and tears goes into that book. No matter what you're writing about, no exactly. matter what genre it is, yeah. your time and effort has gone into that book, in right. writing that book. And you should be remunerated for that. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so that's why um, I set my company up the way that I did. Like I help authors so that they can be self-actualized, so that they can make the money off of their own creations. 
and I can make the money off of mine. Yeah. There's certain elements in writing a good book. There's a process that that is tried, true, and trusted, and a format that generally works well. Um, why do you think speakers, coaches, entrepreneurs should write books? I think they should write books for a number of reasons. One is that it just gives you more credibility and expert status because. Mm-hmm. 81% of people want to write a book and less than now they say 2%. It used to be 1% before Kindle uh, ever will. And, uh, and, and, you know, one of my friends pointed out to me, the word author is an authority. So yes, it makes you an authority. And when you write a book, you become more of an authority. No matter what you knew, it helps you organize yes. your thinking and it makes you a better speaker it makes you a better communicator. It makes you understand what you're doing better and able to share it with other people in a better way. So that's yeah. important. And then the other thing is that you can make such a bigger impact because how many people can you work with on your own? I mean, even if you have huge events, yeah. what is it? You know, the several hundred or thousand, unless you're Tony yeah. Robbins, yeah. even at 23,000. I mean, that's yes. a, that's a drop yes. in the bucket of the number of people on the planet, right? So by being able to write a book, it allows it to be in a lot of places where you're not there, number one. And number two, it also gives you a a passive stream of income. And Mm -hmm. if you get into writing multiple books, the more you write, the more money you make. And there are authors who are self-published making six figures from writing books. Ah, that's good to know Um, because I still... Despite having just written one book, I, I I am reminded that there are more books in my brain mm-hmm. and I probably need to work on getting them out. <laughs> but it's always a, um, my love of writing is um, always balanced with my love of interviewing live on air. So it's kind of that balancing out and I haven't quite figured it out yet. So, um, Ellen, in talking about coaches, speakers, entrepreneurs who write books, Mm-hmm. Um, what are some of the tips for those types of people that are generally busy? How do they get about writing a book in amongst business? That is a really great, great question. And here's the thing. If you set it up right, it is so much easier to write a book than mm-hmm. if you don't. And yet most authors yeah. don't. They start with, oh, I gotta, yeah. I've got to say this or... I got to write a book and they just start writing and just writing without the strategy, without the foundation, it can just be a real nightmare, honestly. So uh, I was actually talking to a possible strategic partner today and then he was saying that he's thinking of writing another book. And um, yes. but he was telling me how all the different things that he does in his business. And I said, well, what would your goal be for writing the book? And he was like, oh, nobody, yeah. had, you know, I've talked to all these different book coaches and nobody asked me that. That's brilliant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to me, it's just the mm-hmm. obvious thing to do is like, why are you writing yeah. it? And then once yes. you know what the goal is, the next thing that I always have my clients do, no matter when they come to me in the process, I mean, I prefer that they come at the beginning, but many times they yes. don't. And so we Ellen, go back. Yeah. Sorry, sorry to interrupt, but when you're talking about the the beginning, you're talking mm-hmm. of a, a concept in their brain. That's the beginning at the mm-hmm. very start of a book, isn't it? 
It's that right. concept it's, and that idea. Sometimes they don't even know what the concept should be. That's what I was saying. Like if yeah. they do several things or if there's several yeah. aspects to their business, they don't even know what the book should be. And, uh, yeah. and when they, even when they do, you want to make sure that your book can get found, right? Because if you write a book yes. and nobody can find it, why yes. write it? I mean, if it's for business, yes. right? Yes, so that's right. to get seen on Amazon, which is where most of the books are sold. Everyone is. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you get seven keywords, you get two categories, and we want to find yes. the best ones so that you are seen in the best places, not just yes. places where, yeah, you could get found and see, I was having this conversation with someone else today about, yes. oh, yeah, well, I yes. know what my categories are, this, this, and this, whatever they were. And I said, well, yes. yeah, those all sound good, but I don't know if those are the best ones, you know, without yes. doing the research that I've been doing research. with authors for, for years. Mm-hmm. And then the yes. other piece of it is, is you want to make sure that you're in a, on a topic that is selling, so, I mean, one yes. of the tips that I always say to people, even though they don't have the background that I have, I mean, I know how to do a detailed analysis, but just a quick tip yeah. is look to see if they're best sellers on the topic. If yeah. they're no best sellers, that can be dicey then. So, you, you yeah. know, you want to see the books are selling on the topic. But then once you know they're selling, how is yours different? And how is yeah. yours going to connect to the people that you want to read the book, your ideal clients. Yeah. So yeah. there's a, you know, there's a delicate balance between you want to be in the topic, in the niche, but you also want to be unique. And that comes yeah. into how you write your, your uh, title and how you write your subtitle. So yes. all that is very important. And then once you have that and you're so clear on what that is, then do an mm-hmm. outline. It's like if I were going yes. from here to New York, I used to say this all the time. We lived right when, yes. when we lived in, uh, well, you're in Australia, but we, we used to live in a place yes. called Redondo Beach and there was a freeway yes. right behind where we lived. Yes. But if I got on that freeway without a map, I would not end up in New York. I would end up in Canada or Mexico because it went in the other direction, <laughs> right? So you got to have a roadmap. You got to know where you're going yeah. in order to get there. And that's really the key those two things yeah. are the key to writing a book quickly. When you're really clear about what your goal is, what your title is, yeah. and then yeah. you create the roadmap based on that, it's very easy to fill it in, assuming yeah. that you know your yeah. topic. We're talking about people who yeah. are already experts at what they do, or at least you know yeah. have been working at yeah. what they do for at least a year or so, at least. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's about it's 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 about creating um, the words around what is uniquely you because humans are unique. We're all unique. Mm-hmm. We have unique personalities. We talk uniquely. So that's what you want to incorporate into your book, isn't it, Ellen? As much as you can, but more importantly, you want to know what problem do you solve for your market? Yeah. What keeps your market mm-hmm. up at night? That's number one. And then number two is, okay, now that I know what that is, can I solve that? And if I don't know how to solve that, how can I solve it? Can I curate information from other places? Or do I want to bring on and do some interviews with people? You know, make that a big part of the book or even the whole book. So you have to, you have to figure that out. And the other piece is passion. 
if you're not excited about what you're doing, it is yes. hard to stay motivated through the whole process. I mean, even in Absolutely. my seven day workshop, when, when people kind of start yes. dragging their feet, it's almost mm-hmm. always because they decide at some point it's just not doing it for them. You know, they're just not really excited uh-huh. about that. And so, yeah. you know, if that happens, I'll say to them, uh, one of two things. It's like, if they're more than halfway done, I'll say, well, finish it anyway. You know, just finish it. You've yes. already done this much. And if they aren't, then I say, scrap it. Do something else. Yeah. But yeah, they still yeah. learn the process. Um, absolutely. And the learning the process is important because then you can duplicate it again and again and again. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Ellen, one of the things that we often talk about with authors uh, and writers is mm-hmm. the topic of writer's block. Now, this has not happened to me, but I'm sure that many of your clients have experienced writer's block. Mm-hmm. What is it and how do you get them through that? Writer's block is a tricky thing. Like sometimes it's a mental, something mental stopping you because you have a fear of moving forward. You have yes. a fear of failing or you have a fear of success or Mm -hmm. for instance one of my mentors actually wrote 90% of a book and didn't finish it for 10 years because he didn't see himself as a writer yeah oh wow yeah Yeah. and I was just talking to one of my dear friends who's writing a book and she says you know I'm 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 feeling resistance I'm feeling resistance so so again if you've got a if you understand what you're writing and you've got that roadmap it's a lot easier to not have writer's block. That's number one. And number two, like I said, is the mental side. You know, what is it that you're telling yourself about being a writer? I had one person say, I mean, she was terrified that it was going to be successful and she wouldn't know what to do with the success of it. And I said, don't worry about it. I said, if you, if you don't want to be, if it starts to scare you, you can always stop marketing and then guess what? It'll go away. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. That's part of uh, our writing book is is the, uh, I've often heard people describe that the writing part was easy. It's the mm-hmm. after you get published and the marketing mm-hmm. uh, that follows that keep yeah. selling those books because yeah. it is really difficult, isn't it, Ellen? Well, no, I don't think it is. I just think that huh? I think one yeah. of the problems is that there's too many options out there, right? Everybody who's selling something. Yes. So it's like, you got to get my thing. My thing works. You got to get, you know, this thing or that thing or whatever. And what I would say to people is a couple of things. One is, first of all, like when I, in my workshop, what I do, my boot camp, I get people to start marketing before they even write the book. Yes. Because a lot of times they'll come to me and they don't have a lot of social media or they do, but they're not, they're not thinking about how they're warming that audience up for their book sales. So Mm. we talk about that. We talk about mindset before we ever get to writing the book. But um, having said that, it really, yeah. The free marketing or or the getting your audience ready before you write a book. Mm-hmm. I know when I was writing and I used to I actually put it on social media. I'm writing a book. I'm yes. this far in writing the book. Yes. I'm that far. And then people would ask me and keep me accountable. How's that book going? How far till you how long till you publish? Where's the like I 
I found that social media actually kept me accountable for what I was doing. But yeah, it well, you did it right. Yeah. Sure it also made sure that there were people that that were likely to buy my book because they'd followed my journey that far. Right. But I talked to lots and lots of people who haven't done that, who haven't um, either, you know, started to grow their social media mm-hmm. platforms or that they've got not an email list or that, yeah, that, that's an important mm-hmm. part of it, isn't it? Yeah. And so what I was going to say is, first of all, a passion is so important. If you don't love what you're doing, you're not going to stick with it. So I can say that there are certain things that I think work better for marketing that you get more bang for your buck than other things. I think speaking is the best thing to do. That's why I love working with speakers because speakers are going to be out there speaking and it's very easy. That's right. And their books right there in the, in the background. Exactly. And it's easier to sell books, isn't it? Exactly. And not only that, it's easier to just get one or two gigs and pay for the whole book. So, you know, yes. that's, that's a big part of it too. But let's say you're terrified of speaking or you just don't want to speak, yeah. whatever. Yeah. You've yeah, got yeah. to figure out what you are willing to do, what you can do, what you will do. You know, when I started my podcast, I started it in 2018 in October. Yeah. And I had done yeah. seven uh, episodes and I thought, wow, that's so many. You know, it was almost two months. And then all the right, and then all of a sudden, bam, it was over. And I was like, oh my God, yeah. that went so fast. So yeah. at the beginning of the year, I was like, I thought I was going to start up again and I got sidetracked. I went yeah. another direction. But also I realized that if I were going to do it and do it right, I needed to be committed to it. I needed to know that I was going to do it on a consistent basis and I just wasn't ready to yeah. make that commitment. And I didn't yeah. do it until I started up again in uh, June of 2019 and I've been going ever since. But I had to yeah. get to that point of saying, yes, I really do love doing this. I really do want to do this and I will keep doing it. And yeah. so that's really important too, is you have to do things that you will do. But yeah, sometimes you also do have to step a little bit out of your comfort zone too. And then sometimes things it's come cool. along that just make it easier. Like right now, Clubhouse. So guess what? If you don't like yes. being on video, you can get on Clubhouse right now and you don't yes. have to worry about being yes. on video. So marketing's always changing and you can always make another decision, but you've got to decide on something. And then the other thing is not to take on too many different things. It's like, get, do one or two, get good at them. Don't try to do everything at once. It's that's, that will kill more dreams because it's just too overwhelming. Absolutely. If you think about um, social media in particular, I early on in the piece, I made the mistake of thinking that I had to be all on all platforms and I slowly discovered that there are some platforms that work better, that are more me, that are more aligned with me. And now I'm slowly stepping away from from the others and just focusing on a couple of key platforms mm-hmm. and not listening when people say, oh, you need to be here or you need to be there or you need to, you know, that sort of thing. That clarity is yeah. very important, isn't it? It is. But I'll tell you, when Instagram came in, it was like, I planted my feet. I go, I am not getting on Instagram. Forget it. I'm not going on another platform. You know, but I was on Twitter and LinkedIn and yes. Yes. Facebook and Pinterest. You're really, really good. Yeah. What? Yeah. 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 Pinterest. Yeah. I, uh, uh, Twitter, LinkedIn, and Pinterest are my mm-hmm. faves at the mm-hmm. moment. 
Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, so then what about what then I got on Clubhouse? I was like, oh my God, you have to be on Instagram. Oh. <laughs> I was like, oh damn, they got me. They got me. So now I'm, you know, I'm starting to do Instagram and we'll see, you know, we'll see what happens. But uh, you won't find me on TikTok or Twitch or whatever. I mean, it's like, it's just crazy. Yeah. You just can't. Yeah. You it's, just can't. I agree, Ellen. You, yeah. you just can't do everyone. So you no. have to be very clear. Pick the ones that work for you and just right. ditch the rest. And that's okay. People yeah. will still find you mm-hmm. because you're a unique human being and what mm-hmm. you do and what you present is unique. Um, how do you encourage your authors to pick just one topic to write about? Well, as I said, you know, you can become a multiple author, but you got to write one at a time, right? Yes. So (laughs) I would would say one of two things. Pick the one you're the most passionate about and or the one that is going to move your business the fastest and the farthest. Again, it depends on what your goal is. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, Why do most authors fail? To make money from their books or books? That is another great question because they don't learn how to market. They simply don't learn how to market. And sometimes what they'll do is there's a misconception that they're going to make a lot of money from one book. And for most people, that's just not going to happen. I mean, I literally had a woman come to me and she said, I I, want to publish this book and because it's going to give me the money to fund my business. I'm like, no, it's not. No, I said, you've got it exactly backwards. (laughs) Yeah. And I said, I could work with you and help you figure out how you can make money doing what you need to do to get the money to do your book. But the way you're going about it is, is not right. And she was very insistent. And I said to her, well, I can't work with you because you're not coachable. And she said, you're right. I'm not coachable. I'm doing this and that's it. And so that was that. You know, oh my goodness, yeah, yeah. Some oh. people they want to do what they want to do, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so some have, from your wait, perspective, and ex- oh, I was gonna say, Sorry, some have to go. learn the hard, some just have to learn the hard way, yes, yeah, yes, yes, absolutely. What are some of those key components of making money from a book? What are those key things in marketing that authors should think about well in advance? Well, again, like you said, I mean, the sooner you start, the better because you have more time to warm up your audience. That's first of all. Yeah. But here's mm-hmm. what I want to say. Here's the good news. You can do yeah. a number one bestseller launch on Amazon with no social media and still become mm-hmm. a number one bestselling author and start building as your long email as you list. Pick, as long as you pick those topics research the right, trending right. topics yeah. you yeah? have to yeah. you have to do this you know what we said before uh, you have to have a good cover good good title all that stuff but um but it can be done and so mm-hmm. you know don't feel like oh well i didn't start 6 months or you're in advance so i'm screwed it's like no there's another way to do it and the reason it works is because lucky for us there's a whole cottage yes. industry that grew up around amazon and so there's yes. all these sites, right, that will announce your book yes. for you. So when oh. you do your your uh, initial launch, you can leverage their lists. And then the other thing uh, is when I work huh. with authors, uh, we I have a, a um, 
I have a team and they're just so good at this. Like they just know for which books, you know, which groups to put them in, where to put them, all these different places. And so again, Mm -hmm. it's about leveraging. You you don't have to have a, 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 uh, a list. You can use other people's lists. But, and here's the other thing. And I got into a thing with a guy yesterday on a call where they were talking about doing events and saying how it's simple. And so, I took umbrage with that. He's saying, it's simple. All you have to do yes. is create content and sell, you know, learn how to sell. I'm like, oh, yeah, the simple, right? It took me years to yeah, be able absolutely. to sell. Years. Absolutely. So, yeah. uh, you know, so a lot of times people will say, oh, it, you know, it's so easy or oh, anybody can do it. You really have to look at just because somebody else, like I've sold for one client, we sold 6,000 books. I have another client, we sold 4,000 books. But these are not people who were just starting with no relationships and no social media and no email list. So you have to be realistic and then just know that wherever you are, you can get better and you can grow it, but it's not going to happen in a day. It's not going to happen in a day. I think that's the... A common misconception is that, oh, I'll write a book and it will be this or do this or or it will sell this many. It That takes a while, yeah. you know, to get to. If you listen yeah. to even famous authors, I remember listening to Elizabeth Gilbert and the stories her. about yeah. the number of manuscripts that she wrote before she uh, achieved the success that she did with Eat, Pray, Love. Mm-hmm. It, it, decades of, of work went into that. So it, there's no overnight ex- success for the majority of us. Of course, there's always outliers, aren't there, Ellen? There's always someone yeah. who just... Yeah, gets right lucky topic. and does everything right. Yeah, yes. it happens. Yes. It happens. Yes. But, but my happen. point is, is you can still sell books. You can still be a number one bestseller. You can still yes. start building your email list if you don't have this. The other thing that I would say, though, is like when we sold 6,000 books, one of the yeah. uh, ways that we did it was we had to do it in 45 yes. days. It was a crowdfunding thing yes. on Publishizer. Uh-huh. And uh, you can't do it selling one book at a time. So no. what we did was yeah. we created bundles of books. We created, you know, more higher end oh. packages where somebody could pay a thousand dollars and get a whole bunch of books or, you know, five thousand oh. dollars and get, get even more. So okay. yeah. So you can yeah. bundle books. That's another way to do it. Uh, and again, um, getting on stages, you know, selling from the back of the room, you've got several, you know, you've got a lot of people there as opposed to one yeah. at a time. So that's another way yeah. to do it. I've talked to some people that have just given some brilliant tips on the Books Business Abundance podcast, and I highly suggest people go yes. and check that out. But but uh, I will say, yes. oh yeah. But I'm I'm thinking of one of them where she said, you know, sometimes uh, a venue couldn't afford to pay me, so instead they bought a whole bunch of books and then gave them to oh. the people in the audience. So that's another way, you know, okay. that has yes. been done. I know lots of people use their book as their business business card mm-hmm, in effect it, yeah. and give away lots of books. Mm-hmm. Um, I know when I was at the very beginning of my uh, journey and people said those things, I'm like, oh, my God, I'm not giving away books. Yeah. I'm never going to do that. Well, you will. You will give away books. 
um, yeah. just to get that book out there and get people reading your book and your uh, content. Um, I've got some more questions, but before I get onto those, yeah. Ellen, I'd really love to talk about your boot camp because okay. that's your signature program. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'd love you to tell the audience what that looks like and what it involves because it's a great program. Uh, well, basically, it, it's uh, I love it because I've been doing it for many, many years. I started it in two thousand four. Yes. I've done it. Thir- I've done it thirty one times. So it yes. is so it is so dialed in. First of all, and totally, you know, yep. taking that feedback from people and giving them exactly what they said they needed uh, as we went through the journey. But basically. Uh, it's what I was saying before. I mean, I start with getting people to look at their passions, their skill set, where they overlap, mm-hmm. how, mm-hmm. what the market is looking for, and mm-hmm. what they, what uh, problem they can solve, and write a book based on what they already know. One of the keys to writing a book quickly, uh, here's another tip, is a lot of people, what they'll do is they'll research their book. And research and mm-hmm. research and research before they ever write the book. And what they do is they get so overwhelmed with the research that then they don't know what to do with it because there's, again, there's no roadmap. It's just a mess. It's just a bunch of pieces of paper yeah. or whatever with notes. That is the hardest way to write a book. Write that down. <laughs> do not, do not do that. So one of the keys for being able to write a book quickly is write what you know first. And then go look yes. for the research to plug in that you absolutely need for the book. Do not do yes. it the other way. It, it's the fastest way to just get yourself in such a sniff that you can't get out. <laughs> I have to say, Ellen, that was one of the best things I did was mm-hmm. to write what I was most passionate about first. And, of course, mine's a memoir, so it's just it's a little bit different from mm-hmm. writing a business book. But I started with the stuff that I had the most clearest and most passionate memories around and mm-hmm. then went and filled the rest of the book. So right. well, really great, great yeah. advice. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's, yeah, that's yeah. what you have to do. And then... Um, I do a training on how to find your keywords and categories. So the whole thing about how to position your book in Amazon. And Mm -hmm. then uh, we do one on title writing because titles are super important that you get a really great title. And so many authors, they have a difficult time grasping the difference between a sentence and a title. Uh Uh-huh. Yes. And then the other thing is a lot of times they'll be... They'll have a title in mind and they become too married to that title and they haven't researched it yet. And then they find out it's taken uh-huh. or, and they can't get the yeah. domain name and they don't want to give it up. But in those instances, my advice is that there's a better creative title waiting for you that's more outside the yes. box, that's more interesting, and you just have to be willing to sit with it and go yeah. for it. So there's yeah. that. And then yeah. I have a process for the actual writing that they're going to do. And then uh, if they're at in the Platinum, then there's a mastermind where we actually go over everybody's titles and give feedback and help them, yes. help them hone it in. And then they've got the, the rest of Friday, Saturday, Sunday to write their book, part of Monday. And I, I say three days, but it, it's like yes. it's part of one day, part of another day, and then the whole weekend. <laughs> and then we come back and we yeah. talk about editing, formatting, and publishing their yes. books. And then yeah, there's yeah. a bonus call that I do that is actually on how to do your bestseller launches. 
And, oh. yeah. Ellen, and then, and then they get some extra that? coaching afterwards for a month. Yeah. Uh, do you do that, the, those portions in person, online, or how does that exactly yeah, work? It's, it's virtual. Yeah, it's virtual. I've been doing it virtual it's, since the beginning. Is, yeah, since 2004. Yes. And actually, the reason I started doing it virtually, well, at first, it was the first time I did it was virtual. But then I thought about doing them in person and I asked my list and they were like, no, we don't want to get on a plane. We don't want to leave our comfy place to write. We want to be, you know, we want to just stay home and, yeah. and do our thing. Or yeah, what I'll I'm say to kidding. people is, and some of my clients have done this, where their house is just too noisy and instead, they'll go to a hotel for the weekend and yeah. and right there and leave their family at home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Um, when you talk about um, the platinum and the gold, are you happy to talk about the price points for those um, boot camps with the audience today? Oh yeah, the well, the um, well, the platinum. Actually, you get yes. it. For, you get the program for free. Because the platinum comes with the publishing package that goes for five thousand dollars all the time, and um, and when I'm doing a boot camp, you can get the whole thing, and uh, it's the same price. That's really good value. So you're getting it for free. Really good value. Uh, If you don't want to take the whole publishing package and you just want to take the training, then there it's fifteen hundred dollars. That is the normal price. What a bargain! Yeah. What a bargain! So but they if they get in, if they get in early thing. enough, if they get in early enough, there's an early bird. So depends when they get in. Wow. And Ellen, do you do them at certain times, or do you run them all the time? Like, what's your process around the boot camps? Well, that's a loaded question right now because uh, <laughs> I, let's see. The last time I did it was in the last time I did it was in 2015. And then what yes. happened was um, I was really doing mostly referral and high-end bestseller launches, and then COVID yeah. hit. And when yeah. COVID hit, <laughs> I thought, "Hmm, <laughs> I miss doing it." <laughs> and on top of that, it's a you know it's a really good price point, and I can do it. Mm. You know, I can help more people, and I, and I miss doing it too. So I thought, okay, okay. I'm bringing it back. And so um, I did it in January. Well, January, I did a a free challenge and then I did the boot camp. Mm -hmm. And then I actually was going to do it in uh, now in May. And then what happened was in the U.S., in the U.S., they changed the tax day from April 15th to May 15th. So it was going to end up right in the middle of the, yeah, it was going to end up right in the middle of the boot camp. And I thought, no, I don't like that. And then we had the opportunity to move. Yeah. And so it was like, okay, the universe is just saying, no, no, no. That's right. Yes. <laughs> yes. So, Ellen's been in this whole big moving thing. So Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so the next one now is uh, July 12th through 20th. Okay. Yeah, that's okay. the next one. July. Yeah. July 12th through 20th. Mm-hmm. That's your next seven-day boot camp. That's my For those of you listening online, we'll have um, Ellen's contact details in the chat box or otherwise jump on to radiotony.com or Ellen's website, which is bookopendoors.com. Now, before um, we run out of time completely, Mm. um, the other thing that you've got are these amazing little courses that people can do. Do you want to talk the audience through your fabulous little courses? Because I was looking at them again last night thinking I must remember to get Ellen to tell the audience about these little courses. (laughs) Okay. Well, um, basically, you know, 
I love my audience and I, my heart goes out to yes. them, you know, when they're having a hard time and they really are trying so hard to write their book and come up with a great title and they just can't do mm-hmm. it. And so one of the courses yeah. that I created was, uh, what is it called? Bestseller title. I don't know, something title secrets. Yes, yes. yes or title secrets, yes. I think it's called. Anyway, and yes. it, it's just a little course on writing your titles, you know, and I have yes. a whole section on modeling other titles. Like if you're really stuck mm-hmm. and you just can't mm-hmm. come up with something, you know, like a, a title like Think and Grow Rich. You know how many books have yes. been done off of that title? Mastermind and Grow Rich, yeah. you know, Relax and Grow yes. Rich. I mean, I could just go on and on. There's, yes. so, there's so many. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, you say change your this, change your that. You know, there are just certain yes. ones that, that people use. But and people, so, yeah. yeah. So if you're really stuck, I would say, you know, to then just model something that's already been a, already been a bestseller. I started to say a hit because the song, right? Yeah. <laughs> I think yes. it hits. Yes. But, um, yeah, so I just wanted to give that to people, and then there are some great bonuses that come with it. I uh, made a list of my top 150 power words that I like to use in titles, so I wouldn't yeah. have to like think too hard when I'm, you know, when I'm in the zone. Yes. So that so it's yes. there, and um, so there are things like that, and they're just you know things. There was another one on just prompts to help you write your own titles. So just a lot of stuff, yeah. and it's you know it's not an expensive course. And then the other no, one. No, I was going to say that. Yeah. Well-priced little courses. Yeah. Yeah. And then the other one is Rapid Book Creation Secrets. And that really, it's a 10-module video course. And Mm -hmm. basically, it's for either people who want to like get the quick version <laughs> you know yes. you know right i mean people want quick quick right, quick, quick yes. right each each uh, video is like you know 10 15 minutes you can go through them you know yeah. at your own pace and really quickly yeah. and um and you get to see me <laughs> yes the way yes. i did them yeah you, know, you got the zoom and you got me up in the corner talking on all all of them yep. telling yeah yeah and it's got the transcripts and everything but basically i mean i teach the same principles in that course that I teach in mm-hmm. the uh, in the boot camp. Obviously, the difference is, you know, there's a lot of Q&As, there's a lot of help in the boot camp, yeah. and it's very focused. Yeah. But the uh, the other one is just, you know, for people who are either pretty much kind of know what they're doing and are good at do-it-yourself and can learn from just understanding yes. the basics. Yeah, yeah. Um, Ellen, we've also, um, because Ellen was coming on the show, she's got um, a special offer um, called the five-day bestseller breakthrough challenge. And again, the link to that is bestsellerbreakthrough.com. But Ellen, can you tell the audience about the five-day bestseller breakthrough challenge? Yeah, basically what I did in the five-day challenge. And I got to tell you, last year, I went through so many challenges and I just fell in love with challenges. I think they're great because you actually get something done. It's like, who wants to sit, listen to people talk and tell you all this theory and you're in exactly the same place as you were before you listened to them. Yeah. Right? Tell me how to do it, make me do it, and challenge me to do it and get it done. Right. So that's what I did. So I put together the challenge. And what we do in the challenge is we start at the beginning and we talk about some some of the same things I've talked about already, but, um, you know, passion, skill set, who's your ideal clients, what problems do you solve, and then creating your outline around it. And so some people can just take that and then write their book on their own. 
you know, and yeah. then and then other people want to go on and get more into it and work with me. So whatever yeah, works, yeah, whatever works yeah. for you. Yeah. Fantastic. Now, um, one of the other questions I had in my list of questions was um, to uh, let the audience know what makes your approach different to other uh, people that coach around books and book writing. So what makes Ellen different? Apart from your enormous wisdom, knowledge, and decades of experience, <laughs> what else is it? Well, like I said, I think part of it is I just have a, I have a knack for making complex things simple. That's first of all. Uh-huh. And I so I have, I have people who will come into my boot camp and say, oh my God, I took this person's course. I took that person's course and it was just over my head. Yes. You know, it was just too yeah. hard. So to yeah. me, that, I mean, and that is the biggest compliment ever because that's really the most important thing is to make it so that people can mm-hmm. actually use it and get the Do results, yeah. right? So yeah. that's, that's number one. Number two is that I'm just, I am, it's embarrassing to say, but I'm, I feel <laughs> blessed that I'm just one of these people that is very balanced in terms of I'm very analytical and I'm also very creative. Yes. And yeah. a lot of people aren't like they, you know, go towards one or they go towards They're the either other. one or the other. Right. Mm-hmm. And the first time I went on Kindle working with a client, just kind of looking to see what was out there, I just immediately understood yeah. how to make a book a bestseller. Nobody taught me how to do it. I just got it. I just yes. got it just from looking at yes. it. But also yeah. um, from my background, you know, I started as a lyricist and when you're writing a song, yes. it's always, it's about the hook. Like what's the hook? Yeah. Like what, connects with people emotionally. And so I understand Mm -hmm. that, you know, how do you connect to them emotionally and finding the right words. Mm -hmm. And so I'm really good at help. My, one of my friends calls me the title wizard. So I'm really good at helping people write their titles. (laughs) The title's really important, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Before they read about you, before they read the back of the book, before they even know what the book is about, the title is a thing that's going to grab them, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. But also I see other book coaches and they'll just say, okay, just find out what your why is and start writing, you know, start um, brainstorming your book. And I'm like, oh, that just gives me a Mm. headache even thinking about that because, because it's not just your why. It's not just what you want to write. If you don't have a market, you're just wasting your time because you're not going to have anyone to sell it to. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Yes. And that's that's kind of the business. It, that's the business side of, of writing a book. Mm-hmm. Like you don't, it, it, if you're driven or challenged to write a book, then you have to know that there's a reason behind that. And um, you need to know that there's going to be someone who will read it. So that background research in into titles and topics and what's trending will be very mm-hmm. helpful, won't right. it? Yeah. And so remember, guys, there's a difference. Like one is marketing research, one is book research. We want marketing research. Correct. We do not want book research at first. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. The marketing research, understanding what what topics are, are helpful, what predictions. Um, mm-hmm. I've got a friend who does uh, data prediction and uh, she, she predicts upcoming trends um, mm-hmm. up to um, 18 months in advance. 
and she uses artificial uh, intelligence to assist in capturing people's moods. And it's that sort of stuff. It's that sort of hard data that will give you some idea of the success you could hope for. Um, At least you'll have a good basis to start writing. So if in the next 18 months the topic of health and wellness is going to be big, then you would hope that you write from that perspective. You can still write about your chosen passion and topic, but put a health and wellness spin on it. Is that is that the quite correct way to look at market research? Ellen? Well, health and wellness is always going to be big, right? Health and yeah. wellness, uh, wealth, relationships, those are the three biggies. Yes. And here's what I would say, just to go back a little bit to the market, and you said, you know, how do you, how do you market? If you, no matter what you're doing, if you can tie it to one of those things in your marketing, you're going to be a lot more successful. Uh-huh. Right. I mean, even uh-huh. people, and you say, well, oh, mine's a hobby. You know, how, what, how does that have to do with anything? Well, you know, if your hobby ends up making you money, then that's that. If you're, uh, hobby makes you happier, then that's health and wellness. So you just have to figure out that's how, right. You know, what does your audience want? And then how do you tie your marketing to that? Mm-hmm. And that will that will help mm-hmm. a lot. Yeah. So for instance, I could write about my uh goats and the fact that they make me help uh happy mm-hmm. and my happiness is tied to my mental health, health mm-hmm. and wellness. Right. So that's the way to look at it, isn't it? Yes. So yes, it's about goats, but but why? Why do goats in particular make you happy and uh, improve your mental health? Well, here's why. Let me tell you. Um, <laughs> and that's the way to do it, isn't it? Yes, absolutely. Fantastic. Now, before we run out of time completely, um, I want to know what plans you have for the future Ellen obviously you love doing what you do what you do and books open doors will continue to deliver boot camps and challenges and wonderful little courses and help authors get their book where they want it to go mm-hmm. what else is in your plans in the next little while Ellen well are you I'm- unpacked yet by the way what after your after your house moving, are you unpacked? Oh hell no! <laughs> <laughs> How did I know that that was going to be the answer? <laughs> I don't know if you can moving see it. it. Such a I don't know. are people seeing this? Because I you can see some boxes behind me. <laughs> no. Okay. Well, anyway, yeah. No, I oh I've got a whole room of boxes here. Uh, no, it's going to be a while, <laughs> definitely. But yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, I'm, I'm, like I said, I'm moving into Clubhouse. I want to do a lot more of that, you know, just hanging Mm -hmm. out and being of value to people. And I'm really looking into so many things. I mean, really, I want to take my uh, podcast to the next level. I want to get more listeners for that. So that's important to me. And I also want to move into, uh, I've been getting some magazine subscriptions and want to start thinking about writing for bigger mm-hmm. audiences. You know, I yeah. think one of the things that happens when you've been in business as long as I have, and even half as yeah. even if you were in half as long as I have, you get to a point where you go, okay, how yeah. can I get the most uh, done in 
with the least amount of work. Like you start to think, right? Because yeah. once, once you get a certain level of expertise and you're more confident yeah. in what you do, then it's like, okay, mm-hmm. well, how can I reach more people? You know, how can yes. I reach more people? Yeah. So if I'm on yeah. social media and I can only reach, let's say, approximately 5,000 people on my profile, but yeah. I get an article yeah. in Forbes magazine and I reach 4 million people, yeah. right? Yeah. But a lot of times what will happen yeah. is, you know, you yeah, can yeah. hear that when you're first starting out and you it doesn't even register because you're just not in the place where you can hear that yet because you're not ready. That's right. You know, so yeah. there are stages. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's a whole... There's a whole conversation about um, being ready and the growth that right. you re- are required to make mm-hmm. to get to certain levels in life and in business. Yeah. And um, I-, I wish someone had pointed that out to me that I, you, you need to just go with the level you're at and as mm-hmm. you continue to grow and learn and develop, you will get to those higher levels. Yeah. Uh, it's it not zero to four million in right. one you know, right. that takes a while, doesn't it? Well, yeah. And I did a summit many years ago when I had somebody on who was yeah. talking about making a seven-figure income. And I've heard yeah. this many times since, but it's the whole idea that, well, it's a lot easier to sell a $25,000 program than to sell, you know, hundreds of books to make that same amount of money. But it's like yeah. you can't do that when you're starting out because <laughs> you don't have the confidence, That's the expertise right. to start yeah. to... to uh, to do it for $25,000. And so I love what John Asaroff said, which is it takes 10 years to really become an expert. Yes. It doesn't mean you can't help people before then, but really to be, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm amazed at what I didn't know even at 10 years. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just going to say to the audience, it, it, Ellen's been in this business for a substantial amount of time. She's got substantial expertise, w- wisdom and knowledge around um, getting your, your book out there. Mm-hmm. Um, and still, she's saying to you, there's still more to learn. There's right. always more to learn. And I think that's that's one of the keys, Ellen, isn't it? That you, you have to keep pushing, challenging and learning mm-hmm. to keep growing. Yeah. Otherwise, you become stagnant. And that's, that's yeah, but that's the beauty, do. I think, of being an entrepreneur. I think entrepreneurs tend to be Yes. natural learners. Yeah. As a matter of fact, yeah. the, the thing I have to say. do is rein myself in and go, okay, no more learning this week. Do your work. Because <laughs> 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 yeah, it's so I'm fun to learn. Yeah. It is fun. See, I have innate, immense curiosity. So yeah, I love to mm-hmm. learn what other people learn. That that fills me with joy. So mm-hmm. for me, I, I will never stop learning because I'm always curious. My husband laughs at me when I don't know something. Google. I'm always on Google. What does that yeah. mean? What do they mean when they da 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 da? You know, it's well, even when you and I first first connected, we said that we were asking yeah. each other all kinds yeah. of questions about. You know, yeah. you were asking about the U.S. I was yeah. asking about Australia. We were both, you know, trying to learn. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. And I think that that makes for wonderful conversations and encourages others to do the same. Mm-hmm. And we will have better humanity when we're all curious and all learning and learning about each other and our differences makes mm-hmm. for better life and humanity. Well, my lovely friend, Ellen, we are completely out of time. Well, can we get, I want can we the give listeners them- to jump on to... Can we give them yes. a freebie? <laughs> the five... Yes, please <laughs> go for oh, it. Oh, you were gonna you were gonna send them to the uh, to the challenge. That's not until uh, late. Gonna... Yeah, it's not gonna come up until late June. Where would you like? 
but right now, but right now they're welcome. Send the audience. Yeah, no, they're welcome to get a free uh, guide. It's called Book Planner Secrets: uh, A Simple Four Step Guide to Writing a Bestseller. And in that book, it helps you to find the best topic for your book, uh, get clear on the goal of your book so you know why you're writing it, help you plan a roadmap yeah. to get it done, give you tools for mapping yeah. it out and, and how to do your plan. Yeah. So they can get that yeah. at booksopendoors.com forward slash Tony, T-O-N-I. That's www.booksopendoors.com forward slash Tony, T-O-N-I, and we will have that in the chat box right now. And we will also put that on the website. That's booksopendoors.com forward slash Tony. Ellen, thank you so much for coming on the show today. I have to go. We have to go. This is Tony Lontis on Radio Tony Everyday Business. Thank you, Ellen, and bye for now.